This is Bantam's Banter with Tom and Dom. The official podcast of Bradford City FC. For more information, visit www.bradfordcityfc.co.uk or www.tomanddomshow.co.uk Radioactivity you'll love being exposed to. Back of the net. I hope so. I blooming hope so. <laughs> Welcome to Bantam's Banter number six with me, Dom Newton College. And me, Tom Fletcher. Bye, Eck. There's been a lot of games since our last podcast. There has been four, and things can only get better. The only way surely is up. You'd hope so. That, that's another song, isn't it? The only way is up. Wasn't that, that, that was, um, they brought a ma- TNA brought a magazine out when we got promoted to the Premiership oh, co- they did, called they? The Only Way Is Up. Well, <laughs> actually. <laughs> How things have changed. Yeah. Uh, the, the Only Way Was Down, exactly. The, the sad thing, well, it, I, I was thinking last night in bed, this can't possibly get any worse, but it could. And we've got a, we've got a lot to thank for Hereford, because they're below us at the moment, at the bottom of the table. And without, holding us want, up. Holding us up. If it weren't for Hereford, we would be bottom. So thank anyway, you, Hereford. Coming up on Bantam's Banter number six then, uh, we've got plenty of stuff for you to get your little ears sunk into we've got a Lee Hendry interview we've also been speaking to the one and only class clown yes. Michael Flynn you were funny. Uh, we'll be looking at your Facebook and Twitter stuff you've got all the usual clips from our match day experience and uh, we've also got the regular legend and not so legend also Bantermind yes the new features here at last it is indeed that's all coming up on Banter's Banter number 6 oh no that is not Premier League. That is not Premier League. Oh, my daily. Superb run into the box. Crosses it. It hits the post, almost going in. Absolutely baffles the keeper. Lee Hendry gets the chance to just rifle it into exactly. the back of the net. And he uh, skied it. That for Lee Hendry should be a standard volley in the back of the net there. Yeah. But what a run by Omar Daly. And so we find out why he's here. Exactly. What a difference a Jamaican makes. <laughs> On the right 2400 wing. miles <laughs> He can run really fast And he says beer can And it sounds like he's saying bacon Hi, this is Jim McCormick You're listening to Bantam's Banter With Tom and Don <laughs> what difference Jamaican makes? So let's take a look at those games that we've missed. Three of them were away. One was at home, which uh, you're getting the clips from, I do believe. Yes, the Morecambe game. Uh, the one thing that stands... Oh, we played four games, and out of a total out of those four games, we've scored zero goals. <sighs> well, well, so let's start with Northampton then, shall we? Let's do it in order. A 2-0 yeah. loss again. Yeah. We're all over them, to be fair. I mean, you look at the possession. We had 70%, 69% possession in that game. Absolutely all over him. But again, the shots are on and off target. In the whole game, off and on target, no matter what, we had one shot uh, out of the whole game. It's unbelievable. What a difference a Jamaican made. Someone just walked into the studio while we recorded. And he happened to be Jamaican. That's really weird. Is that Omar Daly with glasses on? He walked into the wrong studio. That's racist. One shot. Off target is all we had at, at Northampton. Nothing on. Ridiculous. Nothing on target. Uh, they, they had a fair few. They had five shots and they got two goals. Oh, we did win at something. Fouls. We yeah. had more fouls than them. Yeah. Well done, Duff. Shane Duff. Uh, the scorers were McKay and Toza on 61 and 81 minutes, respectively. I think the best thing to come out of that game was um, the fact that Hunt got injured. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, for you, anyway, your personal gain. Uh, on to Rotherham. 
Yeah, nil nil. Yeah, that was. The, the we should have gone point. to that game, but Tom was uh, doing something with friends. No, what? <laughs> I, I were ill. Oh yeah, I was ill. <laughs> I don't always do stuff with friends. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, we had the majority of the possession in that game, and things actually after the Rotherham game, we thought, blimey. Yeah, they picked up. The, you know, this might be a change in our fortunes. We had four shots off target, four shots on target. It's eight shots in a game for City. Woo, eight shots in a yeah. game, by it. It's good. Uh, but the result- we had more corners than them, and we also had more fouls than them. Yeah, we did. But again, the possession, look at the possession. It's nearly 70% possession overall in the game. We've absolutely hammered them overall, possession-wise. And actually, Luke Oliver made more fouls than Adam LaFondra. That's a positive, if ever I heard. It is. Wonderful. But we did keep out the most lethal man in football, and we thought, you know yes, what? Yes, we did. By heck, we're going to do it this year. We're going to turn it around. Peter mm. Taylor's going to make a miracle, and we're going to do what Crystal Palace did a few years ago. Going to look like we're going to get relegated, then we get promoted. Everyone thinks about that. Remember, we were at Warnock, who, who took No, him. Dowie. Dowie, that's it. Sorry, Dowie, yeah. And uh, they were towards the bottom, and I, even I've thought that as a practice. If I'm well, Palace did it, we can do it, but yeah. Yeah, sadly, I don't think it's going to happen. Uh, and then we come to Mark. Well, there were Hartlepool, wasn't there, on the Tuesday night, which we can forget about the Tim Pot trophy. We're not bothered. Yeah, but Morecambe. I mean, we thought, you know, we come back from Rotherham, yeah. you know, we're going to be G'd up. And what does Peter Taylor do? Fucks around <laughs> with everything, doesn't he? <laughs> It doesn't, well, it, 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 it's not so beauty here, Peter. It's real life. It kept well. It put Oliver back up front, um, and he kept Oliver up front against Rotherham. I mean, right, and assuming that, and it uh, kept him up front again, which is not really working, is it? The lack of shots. But against Markham, we, again, we did all right. We had we had an okay possession. We had plenty of shots on goal. What on against Markham? Yeah, we did. I mean, we didn't. If the stats. What about the stats now? The stats. It was pretty equal. Let's yeah. say the, the game was pretty equal. And but to watch, it was abysmal. Absolutely. But the start of it, we started really well. Yeah, we did. And we thought, time. oh, Rotherham's changed us. Mm. And then after ten minutes, it went upside down. And after, well, actually, after twenty-five minutes, I'll say mm. the goal just killed us off. It did. And yeah. who should score it? But Mullin, the thin. Shorter version of Barry Conlon. Honestly, he's got he's like he's like forty two is Mullin. And like if he were gonna score, it was gonna be him, it really was. Um, mm. so there were the games. Yeah, we, we played Hartlepool and we lost Hartlepool, but we're not bothered about the Tim Pot Cup at we done. No, but again, apparently I've I've heard I didn't go, but we've heard from fans via Twitter and via Facebook and stuff that we actually played alright until Peter Taylor made two substitutions. We'll leave it at that. Yeah, we will leave it. They were the games that we lost. Uh, me and, uh, well, Dom actually made, made the first, uh, he noticed it first. Uh, most of these players look like Strictly Come Dancing. Number 18, Dancers. he's got his hair slicked back. He looks like uh, a player of the 1920s. Go on, Evans, go on, lad. Oh, force a corner. Ooh. Well played. Uh, we've got Anton De Beck at right back. Yeah, uh, which is number eight, Gary Hunter. And number six, Craig Stanley, looks just like Brendan Cole, that womaniser of Strictly Come Dancing. And I'd love it if the manager looked like Bruce Forsyth, but unfortunately, Sammy McElroy doesn't look like Bruce Forsyth. Paul Mullins looks and plays like Barry Conlon after he's been on the Atkins diet. And some beds. Yeah. <laughs> well, last time you saw a tanned skinhead. Yeah. Grimsby did wonders for me. Oh, I, f- I feel so depressed. <laughs> Uh, that, like, a big sigh. Being a Bradford City fan and an England fan oh, is yeah. possibly the worst combination. I saw that tweet and I thought, you've actually got a very good point. And I know like fans of like Hereford might be saying, well, try being us, you know, but we've been at the top. We tasted the oh, no. sweetest sugar of them all. In fact, can I just play a surprise out for you, Dom? You don't know about this, um, but I'm going to play it anyway because I want to surprise you. Okay. Well, what is it? Uh, 
<laughs> well, you look, I'll let people know what they're in for. Coming up next, we've got the Lee Hendrick interview. Uh, and later on in the show, Bantermind is coming up, it's the brand up. new quiz show where you take on Mike Harrison. And you know what? If you knock him off his throne, you take his place. But there's more about that later. So this is the surprise. Now, don't get too emotional. Just sit back wherever you're listening to this podcast and listen. Allah takes it. What a day. That, do you like your surprise? <laughs> it's not a very nice well, actually, surprise. I actually thought, you know, I thought it was, a, I, when I first started listening to it, I thought, oh God, this will perk me up, this will change. But it's actually made me feel worse just thinking of what was. I'm sorry. And what is. You know, I think, you know, we can play clips like that and it's good to look back and be positive about the times we had. But I think we can't be, be trying to like live on borrowed time. Do you know what I mean? No, we're I don't diff- know what you mean. We're different. I think we shouldn't even, we should forget about the Premier That's what I'm now. saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We're a different club now. We're a League Two team. With a, all right, the stadium's not a League 2 stadium, but we're a League 2 team, and we've got... But City have team. been down in doldrums before. We have. Granted, it was long before I were born. I can't remember, yeah, exactly, yeah. But come on, for crying out loud. I mean, actually, I'm saying come on to the fans, you know, get behind them, but they are. I yeah. think the fans are getting behind them, and it's just that we're not getting anything delivered to no, us. No. Apart from Lee Hendry. Exactly. And not many big signings come to Bradford City these days. Um... Obviously, because we're not very good. Uh, but when Banton signed former Aston Villa and England midfielder Lee Hendry, there's a real buzz about City. I'm reading this, obviously. <laughs> uh, well, we here on Bantam's Banter were eager to talk to Lee Hendry, so we sent Tom down to uh, the 1911 club, which sounded like an officer's mess. If you just worked to hear the interview. It did, yeah. uh, well, he went down to speak to the midfield dynamo about his move to the mighty Bantams, uh, the current mood in the dressing room, and Tom started by asking what it was like winning a cap for England. As a boy, you dream about things like that, you know, um, and that was one of my main aims in, in my game to play for my country um, to get a full cap. It was, yeah, um, yeah, it was nice. I mean, obviously, I got the under 18s cap, I got under 21s, and I got a B cap, which is unusual. So, um, and then obviously, I got the full cap, which I mean, that, that was the main one that, that I wanted most of all. We're sat second from bottom, looking up at the table, and your experience, how do you deal with, with, with something like this? Um, well, like I say, we've got to keep spirits high and stuff, you know, uh, throughout the, the squad. And, and uh, I mean, you start moping around and thinking about things, and it, it you know, it only gets worse. And so everyone's got to keep spirits high, um, and everyone's got to stick together and, and get through this. You know, I mean, it, it's a difficult time, but it's not for the, the matter of trying. You know, everyone's giving it a go here, and, and the gaffer's pushing. You know, it's, it, it, I feel for obviously the coach and staff and the gaffer. You know, because I mean. It's not him that's that's, that's yeah. doing it. It's it's us that are not doing that on the pitch. So I mean, it, it just needs something to go for us, and, and maybe it'll kick on from there. Yeah, I would ask about team spirit actually. Yeah, I mean, it, obviously the lads have, have been down, but you know we've sat down and had a talk about a few things, and and you know got maybe got a few things off your chest and stuff like that, which you know it, it might it might just bring the lads out. I mean, we in the week, you know. We, a bad goal that's killed us in yeah. the week and, and I mean we started trying we played a bit of stuff first half second half but you know it, it, 
it, it's just keeping the lads confident in that sense. And, and we might have needed that cup game, you know, to get a little bit of a lift and, and, and to try and do something, you know, and, and something positive in the yeah. game to take in the game Saturday. So, and, and we've got to take the positives out of the game yeah. from the other night. It was a funny old turn in your career because uh, remember your first goal for Sheffield United against Morecambe. You yeah. ended up spanking them 5 0. Yeah, yeah. And then it could come to last week where we ended up losing at Morecambe 1 0. I mean, it was, I it's a massive difference. No, it is, it, it, yeah. it, it is but again, you know, it's, it, it's, it's that's just football, you know, it, it, it swings in roundabouts in, in every way, you know. Um, I mean, it, again, it's it's just getting that little bit of you know I don't know consistency and yeah. confidence, which is a big thing at the moment, and and that's when we need obviously the fans and and everyone to get behind us, okay. you know, and and try and you know give give. The, I mean, there's a lot of young kids in there, you know, that, that probably haven't been in this position, um, and it, it's it's difficult for them. So I mean, and and they're the ones you find might go in the shell a bit, where yeah. there's not much experience in the team. So. Um, I mean, you can see that it's slowly getting there and, yeah. and, and we're pushing to try and get something sorted out. I mean, the gap is pulling his air out because he, you know, he knows that he's got a good set of players here and we're not getting the results that we need. And finally, uh, we had uh, we asked people to email in the questions to our sort of podcast and one of the questions was um, the huddle at the start. What, 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 do people, what, what goes on in the huddle? I mean, is it, you know... Does it make much of a difference? Obviously, the boys just say their piece. You know, a few things get said in there. Let's, you know, let's go out there and, and, and give it, you know, give it all kind of thing. You know, and, and try and get everyone psyched up who's playing. And in your experience, the huddles work. I don't know. I mean, I, I've been, I've, I've been at teams where we have done done that. You know, but if it, if it works, it works. If it don't, it don't. You know, it's, it's it's a matter of when that final, when the whistle goes, that we're all on all, all on our game and, and we're pushing for the win. It don't matter about huddles or anything, you know. It's just something that I suppose it tries to get the boys mad. Right, okay. If you want to contact us here on Bantams Banter, there are many ways to do so. You can email bantamsbanter at live.co.uk You can visit our website www.tomanddomshow.co.uk Or you can get in touch with us via the official message board on the Bradford City FC website. Me and Dom were just saying it's a really cracking game. We don't really want to say it, but I suppose it is a really good game. So we've got to, haven't we? We're getting so involved in watching the action. I mean, we've just done, done like we strung together like a triangle of passes. Yeah, you know, brilliant. like Arsenal used to do. Yeah. Hendry had it, passed it out to Adiemi. Adiemi passed it back to uh, Hendry, who then passed it out Flicked to Evans. Corner. Evans, you know, messing about, buggered it up. Buggered but it up, yeah. It was good silky football, good passing. But I've got a question for you to, to, uh, I don't know. Put, put, put out there yeah. you don't win out to put to you uh, and it's for you personally actually. Oh, right. when was the last time you saw a ball go over the Midland Road stand and everyone cheer oh yeah I wonder if I wonder if them little Asian lads still stand round there <laughs> well, they will Wait, be, yeah. waiting for footies but they no way do they but it, 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 there won't be one for years no, no, that's what I'm saying. Going over here. But does that, is that, does that mean that it's the standard of football that's improving, or the balls are getting heavier, yeah, or the, stand the stands are getting bigger? It ain't changed, does it? No, it and not, even over back at TL Dallas, I think it's over for ages. You know what? I'd love to see a ball over Midland Road stand yeah, when today. Did, when, when was the last time you saw a, a City player actually like score a long-range effort at yeah. Parade? We were saying, oh, my dear, last season, and that's about it, really. I'm not even sure it was last season. Luke Medley, that volley. Oh, well. I, that that yeah, was a few years ago, right. though. Anyway, there you go. Yeah, get get to us on that one. Uh, that was a good question, actually. You put Dom the last the stonking goal we've ever seen at Valley Parade. Long Ranger, the pr- a proper Long Ranger though. You're not like an old school Long Ranger. Well, we'll be hearing we'll be hearing one of those most fantastical of Long Rangers later on 
in, it were years ago that but yeah. in the show Tom you said during that clip when it were a few seconds left you went I'm going to come dry on back of this <laughs> What films are you being watching? No, that's a, that's a professional radio term. Now we're podcasters, Dom. We've got to start using these terms, you know. Well, we've actually, thank you to Banana Moon. Yes. www.bananamoon.co.uk. They make personalised hoodies and T-shirts. We've managed to buy our own equipment. So we've got a new bit yes. of professional kit paid for by our sponsors. This and that allows the audio quality at games to be even better. And it also allows, that means that we can do our podcast in Dom's bedroom or be- living room. Because for those of you that don't know, we were borrowing a bit of rubbishy 25-year-old kit mm. to do it. It was very... Is it how much that we're supping coffee? Yeah, we're having a, a nice brew. That's a, it's a, a, Sorry, it's really strong and it's like cheap Maxwell House. Isn't stuff. it? I just it's realised. Like, that'll put air on your cock, holes. So... <laughs> So we want you, f- the fans, to get in touch, and, and uh, to promote this, we've, we've thought of a new feature, haven't we, Dom? We have indeed. Yeah, what we did was via Facebook and Twitter and stuff, we sent out a message saying we want a fan to come on and do a big rant for us. We want you to come on and you know, whether something good's happening, you can come on and have a rant about what's going on good, yeah. or you can come on and say, you know what, we've had enough. Well, Big Rog got in touch with us on big Twitter. Rog. Roger Vaughan, and that's not Connie Ryan slang. Roger Vaughan got in touch with us. He's a web designer, and he wanted to say this about Bradford City. Right, I just want to know what's going on this season, City. I mean, uh, we've got some decent players. We made some good signings pre-season. You think of like your Doherty's, Abby Amy's. We've got some really good signings, and we just want to know what's been going on. I mean, Peter, your tactics have just been shocking. Luke Oliver up front by himself there. Yeah, he might be able to win a ball, but certainly attacking-wise, there's nothing there. I know he's, you say he's doing a job, but, you know, we need something else. I think we've got the players, you know, we, we know we can play football. You think of, like, some of the strikers we've got. I know we've had a, like some problems through injuries, but, you know, we've got enough resources. Certainly midfielder-wise, we just seem to be bypassing and playing the long ball game, and it's just not happening. It's just, you look at some of the results in the other games, there's, like, your 5-5 five, five draw at the weekend. I think somebody won 7-4. And we're just not getting any entertainment or anything. Defending-wise, we look as though we're going to leak goals. I don't know whether if it's just changing too much all the time, especially with the two new loan signings. What's going on with those two there? We certainly don't need those kind of players coming in. I think it's upsetting the balance and everything else. Attacking-wise as well, we just don't look as though we can score. It's just something needs to change. You know, We need something to happen now. If I was the chairman, I'd say, look, next three games we've got to get five points be that a win and two draws or certainly two wins to get us above that there. Anything less there, we've got to start thinking, is it the manager? We need some kind of major change from there. But come on, boys, we need a win this weekend against Barn. It's a difficult place to go. But I'll be we I'll go back to banter. Back to. That was uh, Big Rog rant in there. I love how Big Rog our first ranter. Yeah, do you agree with what he says? Get in yeah. touch with us via Twitter, via Facebook... Like these tour rags have. Yeah, on Facebook, you just need to search Bantam's Banter. Uh, on Twitter, search at Bantam's Banter, I think yeah. it is. It's all one word. Or you can email us, bantamsbanter at live.co.uk. Uh, we, had, we had some interesting Facebook comments this week. Um, you you put a discussion up on Facebook, do you remember, Dom? And yeah. you basically, it's a discussion. It's not your point, your point of view, really. It's just said, should... should Peter Tiller be kept or should we got rid of? In or out, basically. And one guy replied, didn't he? Get real and get off Taylor's back, you fool. It was someone called Michael Yeah, I know. What, what a jerk. And it was like, hang on a minute. It's a discussion. He's not he's not saying get rid of Taylor. But thanks for listening, Michael. Yeah, thanks anyway. Um, but I don't, I don't, I mean, 
I don't think sacking Peter Taylor is the right thing to do. No. Because you never we could end up worse off. Exactly. It could put us in a, in a and bad predicament. If if he did get sacked, all these fans that are calling for his head now, would you be calling for the next manager's head after 12 games if we still know better? Exactly, yeah. You know, and, and it's a massive task to come into a club where we are now, especially now we're second from bottom. All the different types of players he's, he's brought in and make that work. You know, give him a few more games. I know I've been... If we're still in this position by Christmas, then definitely he's got to go. Oh, yeah, without but a doubt. Not, without a shadow not of a yet. doubt. But Michael Stevens, sorry if you thought we were getting on Peter Taylor's back, but... It was a discussion. Are you enjoying watching football at Valley Parade? Are you enjoying <laughs> yeah. watching him make substitutions that change the games? I'm not. But I'd rather wait to see if it changes. Exactly, before, yeah. Before sacking him, because I wouldn't want us to be worse off by hiring a manager who's not as good. No, exactly, and he's got the experience. Now, you see, I'm saying all this, and in my, in my head I'm thinking, oh, God, but, but we are really rubbish, and you know... What's going to happen? But you, I actually don't know. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't think a lot of people do. It was interesting. After the game against Markham, I went up to Simon Parker and he went, and he went oh, what do you think? I said, I, I think everyone's just confused. Don't you think? And Simon Parker went, no. <laughs> All right, mm. Simon. <laughs> it's not an argument. But that, that was my main thing from the fans. I think a lot of people are confused as to what's going on at the moment. Um, some more tweets and Facebook stuff. Aidan Flood, um, he, he emailed through Facebook. And uh, after the Hartlepool game. It was after Hartlepool, yeah. Another sadly expected defeat. At least it's only the Tim Pot trophy. I uh, hear, hear that. Also, Sally and Harrop through Facebook as well. Well, Peter Taylor is the one decided to play such a random team every game. We need consistency. We can't blame the players all the time when they don't know if they're playing one game to the next. I'm starting to lose faith. That's a mm. very valid point. Actually, uh, well, on Twitter we tweeted a picture of Tom and I with the league trophy. Yeah, just by chance we were down in London and we saw it and had our picture taken with it. And uh, Marvin City till I die, Jano Baptiste. Or Gino, that's a Gino, right Gino, name. It is a class name. You should be playing for City. That's the type of person that on Football Manager I'd have bought. Yeah, yeah, we're because they're called Baptiste. Jano Baptiste. Uh, anyway, it says I wonder if City will get their hands on a win this season or open or an open play goal or maybe just a goal full stop. Interesting, yeah, mm. the goal's obviously drying up for Bradford City, as we're all aware. Tom Mills 88 says, your Bantam's banter got mentioned today by a, po- by a guy in front of me Wait. who said it was class. Hey, talking about us on the terraces, love it. I know, as good as that, really good. Even if it's just one guy, I'm pleased that one guy's listening, yeah. but we know it's not just one guy, there's at least two. <laughs> um, and Gav the Bantam says, I blame the pitch, we were tolerable on last year's pitch. It's a beautiful service this year, though. Mm. The pitch is too nice for us now. Oh, I thought so. The pitch was too rubbish last year. Now it's too nice for us. Mm. And by the way, Gav the Bantam, who you've got a clip about him, <laughs> no, is there? Because no, we did record some, but we might yeah. we might cut it. But he, he sent Sorry. us a message on Twitter saying, "Is Tom the one wearing the white T-shirt and Dom the oh, one working yeah. on the Mac?" And he was sat in a Seba stand. It was How like, did he see us? It's at least a mile over at a Seba stand. And they were like pointing out little things on it. You wearing a grey hoodie? What? How did I, put- I've come to the conclusion that Gav the Bantam is a Predator. I don't believe it. Completely, completely against a runner player, Markham have scored. 1-0 Markham. Paul Mullin. You know what? I won't even watch him because I dropped my bloody, bloody phone, but what we were with being all over him. Bloody Mullin. Sod's law, isn't it? Scored about two goals for us in about 30-odd games. Bangs it on for Markham. I was also told before the game that he never scores for Markham, so that kind of sums us, our defence up, doesn't it? Yeah, well done, lads. Uh, and my prediction of 1-0 might be going the wrong way. Well, my 5-0 is definitely out the window. Oh, well, the Bradford City fans have completely shut up now. Bad times. Oh, I can hear three people saying, come on, City. Well done, lads. 
keep it up for the team. Welcome back to Bantam's Banter number six. The only podcast you should be downloading for Barrow City. In fact, the only podcast available for yeah, Barrow City. That's right. And did you see our article in the City Gen? That's right. Mike Harrison, editor of the City Gen, interviewed us for the magazine. And there's a nice double page spread. I can't believe we've got a double page. All about uh, Bantam's Banter. So, yeah, buy the City Gen. Two pounds available from all tall people who are holding their arm aloft. With magazines in their hand. Uh, issue number 166, the September-October issue, is out now with a very funny cartoon on the front. And I'm not going to tell you about it because I don't want to spoil it. No, and if, if you haven't fully read it yet, pick it up and read it now. That, it's a good, really good article. Mm. I, I, I really felt really proud. Yeah, I did. That's the first time that we, I've ever had anything written about me, apart from when I did that run to York and someone interviewed me, and it was the rubbishest interview ever. And it was before I could grow a beard, and I was ravaged by acne and bad picture in paper, holding up a city scarf, <laughs> wearing rubbish Puma trainers from sportsdirect.com. Repress those memories. <laughs> Repress those But yeah, it's a great article, and Mike Harrison, we'll be hearing from him later, because yes. he is... The uh, banter mind, he's the guy yeah. who you've got to beat. And if you do beat him, then you become the banter mind. It's interesting, that, isn't it? it City is. Gent, anyway, buy it. Throw it across the studio. Woo! That's there you it. go. <laughs> that, that worked out really well. So we've got a theory, me and Dom. It's kind of derived from a, a post that was on the uh, message board, the official message board. Well, it is derived from a post that was on the message board. <laughs> I, I was, I'm trying to nick it as our own, I think, Dom. But, but yeah. I mean, I mean, we, we're City fans. We go on the message board. We get the ideas, some yeah. of our ideas, from the message board because... Banner's Banner is for the fans, by the fans. It is. And if you don't like your idea being taken off message board, then don't make it public, you stupid git. <laughs> no, it's not worth a git comment. Sorry, so anyway. git means great, intelligent twat. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's worse. You could have said Torag. Torag. Oh, why didn't I say Torag? Just strap line. Anyway, so, the Curse of Bradford. That's the title, yeah, the t- Curse of Bradford. Uh, we'll, what we'll do is we've got, let, let's go through them one by one. I'll read the first one, you read the second one, yeah? All right, go. A football team that has never levelled out in 10 years and continues to go from bad to worse. We've got a rugby club who had it all but are now a laughing stock. A city that looks like downtown Beirut. Worse. <laughs> I know, but I would edit say that bit one. Uh, a billionaire who was born in this city now while others who have been... I'll start again. That's a right wordful. <laughs> a billionaire who was born in this city, while others who have made good have put something back That's into it. their birthplaces, we have got a modern day Scrooge. I about... think he's talking about Mr. Morrison. Ken Morrison. Morrison. Go ahead and sue me. I ain't got out, so you can't have all. And he finished on other big cities have two football teams that flourish. Uh, ours had two, uh, but, and then we let one die. So I don't know who's he, who's he aiming at there. Pack, haven't you? Saying one Obviously, yeah, we, gone. Yeah, that went, didn't he? But I mean, he's. he's but Bradford is a dump. The Council don't seem to want to have anything to do with the place. Tough, All it? they're interested in is, ooh, we're the city of film. Yeah, but you're also a dump. It, it, it's, it's such a tough city uh, for a club. I mean, I remember even 10 years ago when we were in the Premier League, the city then, it, it, we still did all right. But you go at the city now and it's it's, it's nothing. It's right. just a big pile of There's rubble. a website called Bradford Eye. Search it on Google, Bradford yeah. Eye. There's pictures of Bradford in the 60s and it looked absolutely amazing. Beautiful city. Honestly, and now... It's booming, and and now it's booming. Now it's blooming. It was, rubbish. It was booming, uh, and it just it just it, it it made it interesting when I saw this. The Curse of Bradford. I saw it, and I just thought, 
I knew what were going to come. I knew that the, 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 both the football team and the rugby team were going to go down. The city's going down. And oh, fair enough, Ken Merrison doesn't have to put money in at football club. He have, that's his choice. But still, he's got so much money now. And it, is it, have you ever seen him in around Bradford? But I think Bradford it, even it? sponsoring is even getting his name on the kit. Yeah, it's something like that. I don't yeah. see why he wouldn't. And now, with the position we're in, it's probably pennies to him now. Mm. It really is. Um, but, I mean, the question we're putting to you is, or what we're putting to you listeners, yeah. is do you think that because Bradford is so down and out at the moment, yeah, is that the reason for the sports club's downfall? Not just Bradford City, but Bulls as well. I know a lot of people who are listening to Bantam's Band, they're also Bulls fans. Yeah. Is it because there doesn't seem to be much backing from the people who run this city? Good question. So the negative vibes in the city, is that transferring to our club and on the pitch ultimately? Because, I mean, there's not a shadow in my mind that even if I wasn't a Bradford fan, but I was from this city, I'd support the sports clubs. Yeah, exactly, Because yeah. people know Ken Morrison's from Bradford. Mm. But does he want people no. thinking, oh, Ken Morrison's from Bradford, it's that's shit all. Exactly. Not in point north. Association. No, he doesn't. Uh, so anyway, food for thought. Love you to tweet us, email us, Facebook us on that, on that topic. God, for, oh my Jesus. He's just missed one. Oh my. Oliver, what a jerk, has just missed one from about three yards. This Three is, yards out with his head. Dom, this is the reason why we're playing up front, to score headers like that. And he missed one from a, a, an absolute sitter position. Lovely play by Evans on the left wing. He managed to get past his man eventually after about five minutes. Crossed it in. And it's, it's, th- it's three yards out. If he gets on target, it's going to go in. Unless the keeper's going to make a miraculous save. Get him off. Bring Chip Chicken Tikka on. Bound to do better. If you want to contact us here on Bantam's Banter, there are many ways to do so. You can email... Bantams banter at live.co.uk. You can visit our website www.tomandomshow.co.uk. Or you can get in touch with us via the official message board on the Bradford City FC website. I cannot believe that I said bring Chib Chikalaka on. I cannot believe it. I can't. How did that guy get a contract? I can only assume that he's good at cooking. <laughs> Peter Taylor wanted a nice hearty meal. He's uh, apparently he's uh, he's unfit, but he's got a bags of potential. Yeah, bags of flab, more like. You get fit, lad. Get to that gym. And if you're listening, he's looking. He looks. I mean it. Do you see the tackle when he first came on? Oh my god, what is he doing? I don't remember. It, 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 against Markham. Against Markham. Yeah, he went in for five seconds. He lunged in like. Three, it looked like a three-footed tackle. I didn't know he had three feet. Anyway, limbs everywhere. I know, but the fans actually perked up at that. And they I did, think yeah. that fans like to see that, you know, someone's it got, got going. bloody, you know, he just really wants to put it in. Um, but then he showed his true colours. Yeah, exactly. Rubbish. Uh, so Bantam's Nugget. Uh, Bantam's Nugget, yeah. The competition. Well, not a competition. The prize giving yeah. out thingy that we do every, every week. It's so easy to do this. All you've got to do is send in your seat details via Twitter, via Facebook, via email. Get it to us. All your seat details. Stand, row, block, seat, the lot. And we'll stick a nugget under your seat if, if we pick you out of the bag. Yeah. And then you win a prize from my personal memorabilia collection, which is already looking a little bit thin, I must say. <laughs> but, now, uh, last week's winner, Shaz Berry... Failed to find the nugget, <laughs> even though we went there pre-match and put it in under a seat. It would definitely under your seat. But Shazberry, you were the winner. We're not like Richard and Judy. We don't cheat. You don't want Ofcom getting onto us. You're still the winner, whether you found it or not. We know that's the seat we put it under. So, unfortunately, that nugget is missing. No, yeah, someone stole our My wife nugget. put a lot of work into making that piece of artwork. It was like a laminated nugget, wasn't it? It, it, was, it was a professional job. But we'll make a new one. And Cheltenham, is it? We were next at home to? Yep. Uh, it'll be under your seat. So get your seat details to us. The more, the better. 
Yeah, exactly. And if we end up getting hundreds and hundreds of them, then it'll be two nuggets. We'll put one under two and seats. It, it is the easiest competition ever, so, you know. Please. All you got to do is send in your seat details. Twitter, Facebook, email. Do it. Now, our regular feature, legend and not-so-legend. This week, we're going to profile... We'll come to the not-so-legend in a bit, but one of my personal... Let's give him a clue. Let's give him a clue. This is who the legend is this week. Unstoppable. That's a magnificent strike from Peter Beagle. What a goal. It was a goal. And yeah, that's right. Corker. This week's legend is Peter Beagle. Now, in the future on Bantam's Banter, we do hope to speak to him personally. Yeah, we do. Because he was a, a, played a massive part in, in, in the build of a Bradford towards the promotion years uh, into the Premier League. A massive part. Really influential. He Although a, he's only a little guy. I know. <laughs> but I must say thank you to Sky Sports for... Uh, well, they didn't let us use that audio, but we, we Allowed, used it. Yeah, yeah. Don't tell them. Thanks. I did used to work for them. I wonder if that'll be all right. Yeah, you should be. Just get your Probably not. Out. I'm not there now. For one very simple reason. Yeah, he Don't know it. all about horses. <laughs> it came at like a peak in his career. He just left Manchester City. He played 132 games for City, scoring 20 goals, which is uh, the second most he's played for any club. But other than that, it was Scunthorpe in his later years. But he, he, Bradford City must hold fond memories uh, at his time at the club. Really fond memories. Uh, the one thing I remember about Bigre, I've got, in fact, I've got a big... Stuck in front of about you know his career and stuff, but I want to talk about him. My personal experience from Bigger, his his wing play in terms of his old fashioned get the ball in the box and uh, his dummies. Remember his dummies? Oh man, I used to love Peter Bigger. <laughs> he did. You know, I used to used to count his dummies. On average, you should do seven dummies and then get it in box. And half the time, it's confused strikers, strikers in box and then back <laughs> yeah. and forward. But I mean, his, his back flips when he scored. Yeah. That's what made him a legend. He was, and like, he, he, he was a quality player. Um, he played. He played for year. He played for twenty. He had a twenty-year career in football. Starting at Middlesbrough, he played some right ended clubs, in Grimsby yeah. Town. Well, I'm sure that that's not one of the peaks of his career. No. He didn't have mentioned Grimsby. Grimsby. But he did pretty well at Scunthorpe as well. He played he did, for yeah. Sheffield United, I think. Man City. Uh, yeah, he did. Yeah, Man City. Everton. Uh, yeah, two sp- two spells at Everton. He also played very rarely for that the very rare England B side. He had two caps for them. Lee and, had a cap yeah, for he did. Yeah, uh, and under twenty ones as well. Absolutely quality. Uh, and he's also he's a, he's a he's a good guy. I mean, he's good at his job at Sky Sports. You can't deny that. Everyone knows how, how good yeah. a footballer Peter Bigger mm. was. Every Bradford City fan knows how much he put into, oh, he like the the how much effort he put into every game and so influential. And that he definitely he definitely played a massive part in us getting promoted. He and, did, yeah. I mean, I remember him. He scored against QPR in the promotion season, a really important game towards the end of the season. Yeah, and stuff. yeah. Really and that's a, a point that stands out in my head because I were my dad wanted to go shopping at Stephen H Smith's garden centre or something. And I yeah. went, Dad, sit here playing QPR. I should be there. I should be there. And he went, No, son. My dad's not a football fan. No, so I need to go get some shrubs. So I had to sit in the car where, you know, you've got to turn key halfway so you can still listen to the radio. Yeah. Like that. And I was listening to that game and I went absolutely crazy in the car and all old people going, what's that kid doing? And I was going, yeah! <laughs> oh, oh, what's that kid doing in that car? Oh, his dad's locked him in. It's not right, is it? Don't and then battery went on the car <laughs> and we couldn't leave. <laughs> I bet it killed battery that, yeah? Sorry, Dad. Be a good girl. So that's be a good. That's the, that's the legend. Um... But, I mean, suggestions. If, you, yeah. if there's a legend you'd like to cover, if there's a legend you'd like us to try and get in touch with. I know we promised John Hendry this week, but he's in Portugal, sorry. Yeah. It's an holiday. <laughs> um, you, if, if there are any suggestions, get in touch with us. Twitter, Facebook, email. You've heard the contact details a few times already on this show, so you should know them by now. Uh, coming up after this next clip, the not-so-legend. You'll be excited about this one, I <laughs> promise. Paul Mullin just nearly skinned that Man United youngster, Oliver Girl, on the, the, on the right wing. 
There you go, lad. Welcome to League Two football. <laughs> Paul Mullin doing you over. 36 years old, skinhead, Division Three. What do you think of Paul Mullin? Do you think he's any good when he plays for us? The Not So Legend. Who could it be? How many Not So Legends have Bradford City had? A lot. <laughs> a lot well, the... actually, our Not So Legend is somebody who was a legend for a couple of weeks. He was, yeah. Joe Brown. <laughs> Joe Brown, everybody. Just a little bit. Hey, you know what? Just a little bit. I've, uh, I've played five aside against him a few times. Couldn't even score past me. <laughs> he, he were a Bradford lad, essentially. He one of these breeds. Yeah. Like, remember Kevin Sanese? One of these breed of players that came. Well, I've got a little story Bradford. I'll tell you, but I'll, let's profile him first. Joe Brown. Has, uh, he on? Has he got a Wikipedia page? Currently, yeah, he's got a Wikipedia <laughs> no page. Way. Currently playing for Bradford Park Avenue. Now, he signed for Bradford City as an apprentice in 2004, made his debut for the Bantams in a Johnson's Paint Trophy first-round game at Morecambe in 2005. Morecambe. And he came on as an 82nd-minute substitute. He scored the last-minute winner right in front of the cop there. And um, in the second round, he was again the scoring substitute as Bradford City lost 2-1. His league debut came in December of the same year in a goalless draw at Scunthorpe. Uh, he scored his one and only league goal for Bradford uh, in the 90th minute again against Blackpool. Everyone loved. Everyone kind of loved him for that. Yeah, for they? those last minute goals. Yeah, and the football league like cottoned on to his story, and uh, like going, oh Joe Brown, you know, he's scoring last minute winners. Yeah, yeah. And they said, oh, can we, we want to do a story about him? So they rang me. I worked at Z at the time, and like they were saying. Um, want to do a story on Joe Brown, what can we do? So I said, oh, his mum and dad own a chip shop up in Rose. <laughs> so they did a story about him in Rose. I had to go up for this photo call with him. Right. Uh, and they were like taking pictures, like eating fish and chips and stuff. <laughs> going, Joe Brown from fish shop to Johnson's Paint Glory. No way. Honestly. <laughs> Uh, if you look, you look, look it up, look up well. the, it was a football league newsletter or Is something like that. Is the article still out, out there, I wonder? It'd probably be on the internet somewhere. somewhere yeah. And uh, yeah, that, get, that's it. So uh, that's quite ironic how his mum and dad own a chip in and end up being a professional football player. It's not ironic, is well, it? Well, ironic. he's fit. If I, if It'd have been ironic if he'd end up playing for Grimsby or something Oh, like yeah. But um, yeah, since he left Bradford City, though, it's not been so great for lad. Uh, it went on trial with York at the end of the 2006-07 season. It went on trial. Uh, but it was deemed no better than what they had. Shows our Colin Todd's judgment. <laughs> then it went on trial in court for... Uh... <laughs> no, he didn't. He didn't. You can't say stuff like that. Uh, he later had a trial with Halifax Town, but he didn't get a contract there either. Trained with several league clubs, but he ended up joining Bradford Park Avenue in August of 2007. And that is where he is now. Stop. Although on Wikipedia it says, uh, 2007, Bradford Park Avenue, zero appearances, zero goals. Well done, Joe Brown. So that's a not-so-legend... Uh, but yeah, uh, clearly a specialist that's going in the Johnson's Paint Trophy. He might, in fact, I thought he's from Bradford. He might be listening, so I apologise for the... the Signing back up, for crying out loud, put, put him on in 89th minute. I apologise for the court comment. Yeah, it might, might be worth a gamble. So yeah, that is uh, our not-so-legend. Still to come on Bantam's Banter, we've got Banter Mind, and we've also got an interview with Michael Flynn, and we'll be looking ahead at the Bradford City versus Barnet game, or Barnet versus Bradford City, because it's away. Exciting. I'm not entirely sure what's just happened, but there was a bit of an exchange of words between Lee Hendry, one of the Morecambe players, and Lee Hendry threw the ball in his face. Yeah. And now the referee... This all whilst e Gareth Evans... Is discussing. He's off the pitch injured, isn't it? Yeah, it's because Evans is down, and Lee Hendry's saying, why didn't you put it out? And he threw the ball in his face. He must have said something to him. But I, this, I hate this referee. He's like a little... But little it was dwarf. signalling towards the changing rooms, which isn't a good sign. It's an annoying little dwarf. So our you know, new playmaker looks like he's in a bit of trouble here. I hope, I hope it's just yellow. It's got to be yellow. It's just got to be yellow, hasn't it? It can't be red. It's, I hate this referee. He's always awful against us. Always. He's like a poison dwarf. Oh, he's booked the Bar Markham guy. Good. Booked them both. But that, that, Two yellows have been shown, but to two different players. <laughs> do you like that? Do you like that? Well done. 
You're so clever. Um, so, um, no offence to dwarves. No. That was very uh, derogatory to dwarves. But we love dwarves. I mean, like Snow White is our favourite player of all time. I don't know, I like Oliver. And it's coming up to busy season. It is, yeah. Um, so... My, we, we, I interviewed with Michael Finn earlier in the week. The one thing I didn't realise, maybe I'm stupid, is Welsh. And uh, when I first, you know, when you first hear someone's voice, like with Lee Ender, No, but you knew we were Welsh. Yeah, I knew, but I didn't expect his voice. But you didn't expect his yeah. accent to be so anyway. Welsh. Oh, hello, Tom. How you doing? <laughs> and we're like, oh, that's a bit, a bit weird. So, yeah, he's, uh, he's coming back from injury slowly. He, uh, he's had a few reserve games and he came in a sub against Hartlepool during the week. Uh, and so this week I travelled down to Valley Parade to pick the thoughts of him off Flinny, he's as more commonly known, uh, to see if he could shine some uh, light on uh, the current city's current situation as a, as a as a group of lads we're not um we're not listening to what the manager's telling us on a saturday um we're, we're not scoring enough goals and we're letting in too many sloppy goals mm. you know even tuesday night we sh- even though we should have scored um we should have we let in a soft goal so yeah. at, at worst we should have taken it to penalties um and on the back of that the team's spirit it's going to be hard to pick up. We were, we were bottom of the table. We we're looking up at, at other teams. Is it is it hard to maintain a high level of team spirit? No, well, you know, don't get me wrong. It, it is. It's not the best. Uh, it's not the best feeling in the world when you come in on a Monday or a Sunday after we've lost on a Saturday. It's, it's, it's terrible. Um, but you know, a good thing with football is, is you know, you've only got a week at, at most to to go out and put it right. So we've got to we've got to get together and you know. Put it right because there's definitely enough quality in there to do that. Do you think you've got the experience to, to come back from your injury? You know, you, you played a part in it against Hartlepool. You've had a lot of reserve games now to uh, to try and help turn it through. Not not that there should be pressure on your shoulders, but you feel you've got your experience to, to help the team along you know, in in the position you play. Yeah, definitely. You know, I'd, I'd be. Uh, I I think that you know when I'm fully fit, I think I'll improve the team. So um, that, that can only be a benefit. So. First thing is is getting fully fit, and then you know until I am, I've got to go and uh, got to go and support the lads and and get right behind them. Brilliant. And finally, how is it different to uh, to playing under McCall last season? How is it? It's um, obviously the results look different. Um, obviously, it's a different regime. But how do you find it personally? Um, it, it is different because uh, obviously the the two two different styles. Um, even though like like Stuart, we had, you know I think Stuart. Let, kind of let you play your own game a little bit more but the manager here has got success out of you know a certain way of playing and to be fair I agree with it because if you don't concede then the least you do is draw a game so but you know if, if we take on board what he says then we won't concede and then hopefully the goals will start coming and we'll start winning a few. Mighty Flynn. Come on without, come on the Mighty Flynn. Flynn. Who's injured again? <laughs> I know, yeah. yeah, well, he didn't mention it in that interview, but he knew his groin injuries flared up again. So we're without uh, him again. Uh, why didn't he mention it to me? I wish he told me. So, yeah, that should be a chant on the terraces, I feel. The Mighty Flynn. You could have said, how's the uh, groin injury? I didn't realise. Is, is, is it settled down? I didn't know because someone didn't prep me. Me? What? Do you know that you used to sing that song about um, Sean Quinn? He used to play for Bradford City. And the Mighty about Quinn. Niall Quinn as well, who played for oh, is it? So we probably nicked it from then, didn't we? Well, we definitely did. It's not a new idea. Did you think it were a new idea? <laughs> now, if you're listening to Banter's Banter, episode six, you might be wondering why there aren't as many clips as there usually are. 
Well, I'll tell you why. Because this game is absolute crap. We're demoralised, we're playing rubbish. Me and Tom are almost asleep up here. The fans are quiet because there's nothing to cheer for. The, refer that. the referee's a poisoned dwarf. Oh, he's a, I can't, this referee hates us. Like, he's always, he always has an awful game against us. I can't mm. stand him. The referee's shirts look like they're made out of like those characters from Avatar's skin. <laughs> they do, you right. Do you know what their skin would be good for? Referee's shirt? Hey, Chicken Tigger's got some legs on him. Yeah, he has. He's chicken. I'm, no, not chicken legs. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's quick. He has. He looks like Yakubu. He does, doesn't he? I hope he plays like him. Is that racist? No, Dom, but I'm just fed up. I'm confused. Really confused. What are we supposed to do, eh? This club has got a huge ground and it's looking like it might be a conference ground next year. That's if the club can stay afloat. Oh, As you can sorry. hear, it was getting worse and worse, the clips. They really were getting bad. Uh, but, we, you know, lack of material. It's time in the show where a Bantams fan is about to pick the brain of Mike Harry San. Hey, that rhymes. Yeah, it we could actually. turn it into a jingle. Yes, it's Bantamind for the first time on Bantam's Banter. Um, we're doing a quiz. Now, we've mentioned it over the last couple of episodes, but it's taken a while for us to get sorted out. But basically, what Bantamind is, is Mike Harrison starts off as the quiz master. You know, we thought he was an obvious place to go. Yeah. Knows quite a lot about City. And what you're, you've got to do, as Bradford City fans, is get in touch with us here on Bantam's Banter to challenge him. What we do is ask you five questions, and if you get more answers right than Mike Harrison... Then you're the winner. You take over the throne. And you so knock, speak. yeah, you knock him off his throne. And it's a bit like countdown. Whoever stays on the throne the longest throughout the season wins a prize. Now we're hoping oh. to beg Bradford City for a prize. Could if be they a don't give us one, they're gonna look like right donkeys, aren't they? So that's fine. It's gonna be a massive prize at end of the season, I, I believe. Yeah, we'll 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 think of something. I wonder if they'll give a free season ticket or something like that. <laughs> Might have to at this rate. <laughs> but uh yeah, so banter mind. Here it is. It's Mike Harrison versus Adam Hepton. <laughs> We're joined on the phone by contestant number one, Adam Hepton. Hello, Adam. Hello there, Dom. Oh, this is exciting stuff, isn't it? I can't, I can't conceive, you know. I, there's too much, there's too much, Dom. <laughs> well, do you think that you're going to be able to get the better of knowledge extraordinaire Mike Harrison from the City Gent? I could say no, but I'm going to say yeah. He's going <laughs> down. <laughs> I'm sure he'll love that. Yeah. Right, here goes then. Question number one. What year were Bradford City formed? Uh, that's 1903, Dom. Oh, good answer. Let's hear what Mike had to say. Well, the answer to that question, I think, could be um, 1903. And I can let you both know that you're correct. That's one point each, lads. Thanks. Well played. I must, I must let listeners know that Mike's answers are pre-recorded because he had work commitments, but he didn't cheat because here in the studios you can't even get the internet. So <laughs> it's impossible for the guy to cheat. Question number two. Which ground was the first to be used for Bradford City's home games when they entered the Football League? Now, I've got some choices for you. Oh, good. Was it Valley Park, yeah. Bradford Avenue, yeah. Bradford Park or Valley Parade? Oh, you are kidding me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Manningham Rugby Ground, but I don't know what it was called. Oh, come on, I'm going to have to press you for an answer, Adam. Bradford Park. Bradford Park is your answer. Let's hear what Mick Mike had to say. Which ground was first used by Bradford City at uh, home games when they entered the league? Uh, I think it's got to be Valley Parade. And he's correct, it is uh -oh. Valley Parade. Unlucky, oh, Adam. Total schoolboy error. So that is 2-1 to Mike Harrison, who I cannot help but call Mick every time I say his name. <laughs> Question number three. Who did Bradford City beat in the 1911 FA Cup final? 
Newcastle. Newcastle United, that's uh, a good answer, Adam. Let's hear what Mike had to say. And who did City beat in the 1911 FA Cup final? That's right, Mike. Uh, it's got to be Newcastle United. Correct. You've clawed one back, Adam. It's now 3-2. 3-2? Oh, he drops ball somewhere along the line here. <laughs> well, me too, because that would make it well interesting. <laughs> Which of these players scored the most goals in a season for the club? Now, I've got a few options here for you as well. Okay. Was it A, Albert Whitehurst, B, Robert Cullingford, C, Bobby Campbell, or D, David Lane. I know that one, Dom. David Lane, 36. Oh, my goodness. Mm, that's a tough one. Which of these players scored the most goals in the season? Mm, I'm actually going to go for David Bronco Lane. He's right, it is. Mm. David Lane. You're I both right. 36. What, 36? Yeah, well, 36 oh, goals. Yeah, well played. And it's uh, now 4-3 to Mike Harrison going into the final question. And I'm afraid <laughs> that not much is going to be contested here, I, uh, I feel. Uh, so I'm, I'm sorry, Adam. <laughs> what is the banter? Uh, what? Oh no! <laughs> what is Bradford's nickname? Oh, <laughs> uh, is it the City Gents, Dom? You know, no, it's the Bantams. Let's hear what Mike had to say. City's nickname? Well, it's got to be the Bantams. Oh. So, Adam, what I'm sorry. I got killed by Valley Parade of all things. Another easiest question. It's not like I've never been there. You know what I mean. So, with a score of five points to four. Mr. Mike Harrison, you are... Oh, well, there it is. This is for Mike Harrison, I'm afraid, Adam. Not for you. You can comment afterwards. So, Adam, thank you very much for trying your best to knock Mike Harrison off his perch. I've got to say, those first five questions on Bantamind were the easiest questions I could find. Really? So, um, I was expecting like squad number of Uli Bjornsson got or something like. That. Oh, we didn't have squad numbers then. You know what I mean? It's gonna get it's gonna get a whole lot worse. You see what we're doing? He's trying to lure fans in. Yes. And then uh, they can get knocked down, hopefully. Yeah. Exactly. But Mike Harrison, you stay in the hot seat for another day. Let's thank Adam Hepton. Thank you. Thank you very much, Dom. I'm sorry, I don't have a pre-recorded round of applause. So, oh, hang on a minute. Thanks very much, Adam Hepton. I do have a round of applause. Cheers, Dom. Well done, Mike. Hope you do better again next week. Good stuff. <laughs> Thanks, Adam. See you later, mate. Cheers, Dom. Well, that was the first ever Bantamine. Do you think you can do better than Adam Hempton? Then you know what to do. You need to contact us via Twitter, via Facebook, or via email. Only at Valley Parade and only today you'll ever see anything like this. A steward being escorted out by his friend out of a fighting with Markham fans. Unbelievable. Even the stewards are going to pot, as well as this football club. Everything's going to pot. I can't believe it. I can't either. A stew I've never seen that. A steward was escorted out by a steward. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, yeah. Uh, in other news, Bradford City are still rubbish. Sorry, I said that in the heat of the moment. You did. Although we were playing rubbish. No, we were awful. Um, but, yeah... Sorry. Yeah, so next up, Bant... Uh, Bant? <laughs> Bant it. Bant it away. 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 Tough game, really tough game. Um, they've won as many as us, though. Yeah, and they only... I mean, they, they like, they only, they're only 21st in the table. They're only two places above us. But I don't know how strong they are at home, and you know, from history. Uh, well, I don't know what you mean by that, because they've lost five at home. So, Oh, sorry, one at... Oh, yeah, sorry, yeah, you're right. One at home. I accept your and apology. Far away, I apologise. Thank you. Uh, it's these uh, stats that you've done. Biggest defeat, 7-0 to Crew this season. Well, 
Come on, lads! A little message to Barnet. We've scored four all season. <laughs> You've conceded seven? This could be a really weird, interesting game. They've, they've conceded loads of goals, yet we can't score. Uh, this is a really good opportunity for us to get some goals. It is, it is. Uh, they, on average, they concede um, every, yeah. quite a lot. <laughs> no, they do. It's, I mean, it's nearly four a game. They've, they've failed to that. score in three games. Yeah. Yeah, they, I mean, this is a big opportunity for us to, you know, turn it around. How many times have we said that? Why am I saying that? <laughs> We're repeating ourselves in each podcast. Just win. We've got to win. End of story. If we don't win, it's not looking very good for us all season. We have to beat Barnet away. End of story. Yes. End of. Win, please. That's that analysis over. Uh, oh, I've just got one more thing to add to that. Yeah. Don't play Luke Oliver up front, please. Johnny Match has thrown ball out, and I've just heard a fan just laugh his head off. Because he, <laughs> he just threw it out of play. Like, he just threw it out of play. Evans had no chance. Even more fans are going, it's getting worse. It really is. I just drew Dom a graph of how bad it was getting. And, uh, and it was uh, down, down, deeper and down. <laughs> down, down. I tell you what, uh, Ramsden looked a lot like Joe McKeldry. Yeah, he does. It's very similar. Yeah, he's uh, he's got that Joe McKeldry. Who coincidentally did a song called The Climb, which is what we've got to fucking do for the rest of the season. I love these links. Beep! I swear, loads. I know. Do you reckon I can get away with saying I've got Tourette's? No, you definitely can't. It's a podcast. We're like, I swear we do what we want. We make our own rules. Bit like Peter Taylor. That's why I like doing this podcast. We, uh, you know, no regulation. Anyway, that's it for Bantam's Banter number six. We hope you enjoyed uh, all of the show, including some of the new features. Yeah, it's been an extra long one, so thank you for bearing with us. And also, thank you to our new likers on Facebook. We started a new Facebook group. Mm. Thank you for adding us. 104 of you uh, yeah. at the time of recording. And counting. But don't forget, there are many, many things, many reasons for you to get in touch with us and many ways to do so. Um, you can get in touch with us via Facebook, via Twitter, via email for all of these reasons. Yes. Bantam's Nugget. That's where we put a nugget underneath it, your fact, chair. It's not even a competition. Yeah. It's, it's just like it's, it's Just it's send us your yeah. seat details. We're not perverts or anything. We don't just want to know where you sit. <laughs> We're not going to sit behind we'll, you and we'll, go. We want to give you a nice little prize. <laughs> uh, you can also get in touch with us if you want to take part in Bantamind. Yeah. Do that. Get yeah. in touch with us. Get involved with that. Uh, so, yeah, get in touch. Twitter, email, Facebook. Thank you very much for listening to Bantam's Banter number six. It's great having you, and yes. we hope to speak to you via those Air contact waves. ways soon. <laughs> Bye-bye. Well, there's hardly any time left of the game. We're actually in the last minute of extra time, and our time added on whatever it's called, and we've lost 1-0 pretty I'm much. At a, I'm at a point where I'm almost refusing to speak. It's a Morecambe goal kick, and as soon as that whistle goes, we're not going to say another word. I think you'll get the picture by what you do here. Ready? There it goes. Can you hear that? <laughs> this is bad. This is reducing me to tears. If there was a soundbite of our system, of our, system, of our season this would be it Taylor's been booed Taylor's just walked onto the pitch and he's been absolutely annihilated oh he's a prepubescent boy there he's very mad Taylor out he's, he's screaming <laughs> well this is embarrassing played 11 games or is it 10 games should we bring McCall back his mates with us now, let's give him a bell. Yeah, might as well. 
hate this feeling. I feel sick. Well, Morecambe won, Bradford City nil, and uh, the fans are in a terrible mood. A terrible mood. Don't you lot fight outside, otherwise I'll no. put you over my knee and give you ten thrashings. Although we've seen enough thrashings at Valley Parade for one season. Uh, gutted. If you want to contact us here on Bantam's Banter, there are many ways to do so. You can email... Bantamsbanter at live.co.uk You can visit our website www.tomanddomshow.co.uk Or you can get in touch with us via the official message board on the Bradford City FC website. 